Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, July 21st, 546 a.m. Central Time. As I speak here, December corn futures down 10 and three quarters at 579 and a quarter. November soybeans down 21 cents at 1311 and a quarter. September Chicago wheat down five and three quarters at 813 and three quarters. September Kansas City wheat down four and a half at 866. September spring wheat down seven and a quarter at 917. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, like these videos, leave me a comment, uh, give me a crop update. All of those things will help YouTube to spread these videos out, help me to grow this channel further. Uh, thank you very much, guys. Uh, if you need some more information from me, go to my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service today. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day. Morning email has been going out about 5.30 a.m. Central Time. In that email, you will see every overnight headline you need to be aware of, all sorts of charts, graphics, tons of weather info this time of year. My daily subscriber-only videos are part of this deal. Yesterday, I talked about the soybean export uh, situation especially as it relates to new crop, talked about China, talked about Brazil. If you guys are interested in this sort of content, sign up today, 50 bucks a month, cancel at any time, no other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else, I promise. USDA did report a flash sale of new crop U.S. soybeans to China yesterday. U.S. exporters sold about 5 million bushels of new crop U.S. soybeans to Chinese buyers. This is the first positive flash sale of soybeans reported, I believe, since June 9th. There was, a, I guess, what I would call a flash cancellation on June 15th. Now, this sale in itself is, is not really that significant. It's a small sale, but there have been rumors regarding much larger Chinese purchases that have been floating around for several days. Uh, none of that has been confirmed. Uh, so we can continue to look uh, at 8 a.m. Central every morning for flash sales of soybeans. We just haven't seen them yet. And given how the markets uh, acted here the last couple of days, maybe those rumors were in fact or, or are in fact uh, unsubstantiated. Now, despite the uh, slower pace of new crop sales as of late, You've still got the second best uh, seasonal book of new crop soybean sales on record behind uh, 2012 is actually uh, the best year in regard to new crop soybean sales on record for this time of year. So uh, maybe some more soybean demand coming, maybe not. Certainly uh, some rumors out there. Germany plans to move Ukrainian grain via rail to its ports. The German National Railway plans to move several trains per week to Romania, where it will load grain for shipment at German ports. Details regarding capacity and amounts were not provided in this Reuters piece here this morning. Uh, in additional Ukraine news, Turkey said this morning that talks with Ukraine, Russia, and the UN are going well so far. They plan, or I think they would like to sign some sort of agreement uh, to resume Ukrainian grain shipments out of those Black Sea ports this week. Um, does Putin sign off on that? I don't know, probably not. In other Russia-Ukraine news, uh, the U.S. and officials uh, from the U.S. said that they would challenge a Russian annexation of Ukrainian territory, which I believe is something that Russia is planning or reported, reportedly planning by September. I'm not sure exactly what a challenge means, but uh, it could mean more sanctions. I'm not really too sure. So a lot of back and forth here. They're supposed to be uh, reopening that pipeline at 40% capacity, uh, that Nord Stream to Germany today. So uh, lots of uh, things going on in regard to Ukraine, Russia, 
and that whole situation. U.S. gasoline demand was soft again last week. EIA released weekly ethanol and gasoline data yesterday. Implied U.S. gasoline uh, demand was up 5.7% on the week, and we had kind of an odd, like super low week of gasoline demand reported the week prior. So we did jump versus last week. But um, Despite that increase, your weekly print in regard to gasoline demand is down 9.3% versus the same period last year. It's down uh, 7.5% versus the same week in 2019. This print from last week was even below the same week in 2020. So you've now seen two consecutive weeks here of uh, poor gasoline demand, uh, gasoline demand that is is well below normal seasonal levels. I think high gas prices have undermined cons- consumer confidence in general. Now, gas prices have retreated a little bit. Your national average gas price fell to 444 per gallon yesterday after peaking at 502 on June 14th. But even at four and a half bucks, that's still very, very expensive. And I think you're starting to see some demand reduction there. Uh, you've got two weeks in a row now of um, uh, poor gasoline demand being reported. Ethanol production uh, was okay last week. This is pretty normal seasonal stuff. Weekly output 1.034 million barrels per day. That was up about three percentage points on the week, marginally higher versus the same month last year, down about 3% versus the same week in 2019. If you look at my chart here on the screen, this is you know a pretty normal level of production. I guess you've got two big spikes down. This is COVID right here from 2020. And this was a a blizzard event in February of 21. But we're at a a fairly normal level of ethanol production, seasonally speaking. Ethanol production margins are pretty good. Ethanol stocks are still, I believe, at their record, at their highest level on record seasonally by a very slim margin. Um, So we've still got high ethanol stocks. And that's been a story for a long time now. To get into the weather here, uh, not much on the radar this morning. I think we actually caught some rain in my neighborhood here in Middle Tennessee uh, overnight, but the Corn Belt mostly dry, maybe some scattered stuff in uh, northeast Iowa, uh, southeast Minnesota, those sort of places. But other than that, very little. Next seven days looks a little bit wetter, and most of this rain that they're expecting in the central and eastern Corn Belt, most of this is going to occur like early to middle part of next week is where you will start to see the accumulation. Uh, the areas that are expected to see the most rainfall would be this um, like east central portion of Illinois, central Indiana into Ohio, and then peripheral areas will still see uh, potentially up to an inch of rain, maybe more in some of these areas. A lot of the uh, plains in particular still dry, Texas, Oklahoma, most of Kansas, most of Nebraska, South Dakota, North Dakota dry. When you go out into the extended stuff and you look at uh, you look at, say, the Euro model or the GFS, they do bring some rains into the uh, Western Corn Belt and into the plains, potentially in the extended forecast. You look at the 6 to 10, you look at the 8 to 14, actually above normal rainfall expected for a lot of the Corn Belt during these periods and also for the uh, plains and the Southern Plains in particular, which would be very much welcome, although it's probably too little too late for uh, crops in some of those areas. The heat will continue, although uh, looking at the the maps and the forecasts here this morning, it looks like this extreme stuff in the Southern Plains is going to, uh, it's, it's going to kind of work its way out during the middle part of next week. So I think there's still another five or six days of this extreme heat in Texas, in Oklahoma and Kansas, places like that. But by the middle part of next week, you should get back to something that resembles normal in terms of temperatures. We do have an export sales report this morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time. Uh, Old crop corn sales should be uh, maybe negative, up to 200 positive. New crop, 100 to 500,000 metric tons expected. 
Old crop soybean sales uh, could be about a wash, maybe some cancellations, maybe some net positives. Zero to 500,000 expected for new crop soybeans. Wheat sales for the current marketing year, 300,000 to 850 expected. Remember, guys, August grain options expire tomorrow. Take a look at any remaining open positions. Uh, we've got some pressure in the outside commodity markets this morning. I think that this probably has something to do with the weakness in the grains. Crude oil is down $4.77 at 95.13 last trade, the SEP WTI. It was above 100 bucks briefly early this week and could not hold that rally. Uh, you've got the S&P down eight points, the Dow down 100. Uh, the S&P actually posted its best close since, I believe, June 9th yesterday. So we've had a little bit of a bounce in the stock market. U.S. dollars about flat. Gold's down 20 bucks. Silver down sharply as well. So uh, certainly uh, appears to me as if we've got some broad-based uh, commodity selling today. I did not mention the cattle market. Uh, uh, live cattle were mixed yesterday. Feeder cattle were lower. Cash trade is 136 in Texas. Cattle on feed report tomorrow after the close, guys. Everybody have a great day. I will talk to you Friday morning.